Turn with me to uh, a first chapter of First Corinthians, if you would. We're just gonna we're gonna look at a a little bit here. Last last week had lesson that was uh, uh, on Christ, our our wisdom, and He's made unto us wisdom. in in the in the the uh, last couple of verses of chapter one of First Corinthians, it it speaks of um, verse twenty eight and following. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, it says, And base things of the world, and things which are despised, hath God chosen, yea, and things which are not, to bring to naught things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom, and righteousness, and sanctification, and redemption, that according as it is written, he that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. And... Um, I read that passage, and that was by way of one of the verses in the lesson we had last on 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 Christ, the wisdom of God, and and we looked in Proverbs, and we looked in several places uh, that spoke to as Christ that wisdom that is personified in the book of Proverbs, and and indeed all of the scriptures, and here in First Corinthians where it says in that verse, He has made unto us uh, wisdom. And righteousness and sanctification and redemption, all things that are pertaining to our salvation and our on our standing in him before god and and uh, as as I was looking again to a lesson that we would have this morning, I read that passage again, and I thought there's four spots there. The next one is is uh, 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 righteousness that we're going to look at this this morning, Christ, the righteousness of God for his people. Uh, and then uh, sanctification and redemption, all parts, uh, uh, different aspects or different uh, angles of looking at the same thing of our redemption in Christ Jesus. And so um, that's what we're going to look at this morning. Uh, to start with, uh, um, I'd like to read a couple of passages in the book of John. If you turn to, to John chapter 1 to start with. And uh, probably like most most people that uh, are bringing a, a lesson or a message, I, as I as you collect verses that uh, along what you're looking at, you you go back and you try to you say I'm going to put these in order and make sure everything goes flows smoothly in the right way. And I came to realize as I was reading through some of these passages, and we're going to spend a, a, a bit of time in the Book of Romans, uh, that if they're not, it's not a Step one through ten, how to do something or how to get this. The, all the scripture that speaks about Christ our righteousness are all pointing the same direction. They're all pointing to him. And uh, indeed, uh, that is is not uh, uh, something that we need to strive to do is to make sure we put things in the right order Some in that regard. But uh, I think we should do it decently and make thing, you know lay things out and uh, as a, as a scripture there but but uh, more importantly is that that the scripture is what we're looking at but i'd like to read the first uh, 18 verses of the book of of john chapter 1 and you, you'll see as we go along where how this is going to fit in with what we're going to see today it says in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god the same was god with god in the beginning all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. 
In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. The same came for a witness, to bear witness of the light, that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory as of uh, his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John bare witness of him and cried, saying, This was he of whom I spake. He that cometh after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. And of his fullness have we all, all we received, and grace for grace. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. No man hath seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he hath declared him. Um, Quite a bit of time could be just spent on this passage and, and several things from who, who our Lord is uh, and, and, and is God uh, as the creator. As a, an, awful lot of, a, an awful lot of things here uh, that, um, that contained in this passage. Uh, but the, the part I'd like to, to um, tie in and we'll see later is is in um, verse 12 it says, But as many as received him, to them he gave power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Uh, and the, 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 uh, the direction or the per- people that are being spoken to here in this passage are God's people, those that he has redeemed. Uh, we're going we're gonna to see that that uh, Christ as our righteousness, as it said there in First Corinthians, He has made that unto us. It's not something that we discover or that we uh, take upon or we that we assent to or we receive or we uh, make decision upon. It is it is of, it says here that that God's people are born by His Spirit by His doing, and not by our decision to or. Uh, or are coming around, or however you want to take it, but they're born of not of flesh and blood, but by God's will alone uh, that He has done this, um, and that uh, these are who Christ's righteousness is made their righteousness, uh, um, and and uh, we'll uh, we'll tie some other thoughts into this, and then in chapter six of John also. I'd like to read uh, um, the book of John. There's a, there's a lot in the book of John of our Lord's own words, um, whether they're in red edition or or not. That and all of the words are God's words, obviously. But but the words that we have directly from from Christ Himself when He was uh, when He was here uh, amongst amongst the people uh, that deal with a lot of 
his people and who his, who his people are and his redemption of them and how that comes about. But in chapter 6, um, again, another another place, any of the, any of the places uh, that we're going to look at could be made into a, a series or many messages and not just a, a lesson, quick lesson on it. But uh, in chapter 6, starting with verse... Um, This is a chapter that it, it's, it, it was hard for me to... Uh... Let's start with verse 26 of John chapter 6. And we're going to read down a ways. It says, Jesus answered them and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, You seek me, not because you saw the miracles, but because you did eat of the loaves and were filled. Labor not for the meat which perisheth, but for that meat which endureth unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you, for him hath God the Father sealed. Then said they unto him, What shall we do that we might work the works of God? Jesus answered and said unto them, This is the work of God, that ye believe on him whom he hath sent. Uh, and just stop for just a second here. This, the work of God, that ye believe on him whom he hath sent, is not telling them what they must do. It is telling them that who has to do it. Uh, that that believing on on the Lord Jesus Christ is indeed the only path to everlasting life, as we're going to see. But it is His work that we believe on Him. It is not a how-to passage. It is not here's where you are and there's how you get there. It is a statement being made to those people that the work of God that you believe on him who had sent if it's if God doesn't do that work it's not going to get done and then verse 30 and on it says they said therefore unto him what sign showest thou then that we may see and believe thee what dost thou work our fathers did eat man in the desert as is written he gave them bread from heaven to eat then Jesus said unto them verily verily I say unto you Moses gave you not that bread from heaven, but my Father giveth you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. Then said they unto him, Lord, evermore give us this bread. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. But I said unto you that ye also have seen me and believe not. All that the Father giveth me shall come to me, and him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. For I came down from heaven not to do mine own will, but the will of him that sent me. And this is the Father's will which hath sent me, that of all which he hath given me I should lose nothing, but should raise it up again at that last day. And this is the will of him that sent me, that every one which seeth the Son and believeth on him may have everlasting life. And I will raise him up at the last day. The Jews then murmured at him because he said, I am the bread which come down from heaven. And they said, Is not this Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How is it then that he saith, I came down from heaven? Jesus therefore answered and said unto them, Murmur not among yourselves. No man can come to me except the Father which hath sent me draw him, and I'll raise him up at the last day, as it is written in the, in the prophet. 
And they shall be all taught of God. Every man therefore that hath heard and hath learned of the Father cometh unto me. Not that any man hath seen the Father, save he which is of God. He hath seen the Father. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me hath everlasting life. I am that bread of life. Your fathers did eat man in the wilderness and are dead. This is the bread which cometh down from heaven, that a man may eat thereof and not die. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. And uh, and it goes on there, but here Jesus speaking about those that God have given him, those will come to him. He is the bread of he is the bread of life. He is the he is the one uh, that that uh, uh, our life is in. And when he redeems his people um, to himself, th- those are things that we have. From him, he is he is that bread of true bread of life. Uh, the, the other parallel there is the water of life to the woman at the well, that that she wanted that water and revealed himself that he was that water of life. He is the source of life. He is the source of of uh, as as we'll see, uh, all spiritual blessings are in him to his people, and uh, righteousness is. Uh, is indeed one of the key one of those key things the right standing before god that that um, and we 're going to read uh, passages about man 's kind of thinking on on those things and what God has to say about that and uh, 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 as, as we saw in in John and in corinthians he is he is that to his people that righteousness any right standing that that a natural man can ever hope to have before God is in Christ alone and in that righteousness alone. And and um, man uh, by nature does not like to hear that. They like to they like to hear that. But as it, as we saw in the uh, a passage here, other passage here, it's God's work to cause His people to believe in His work alone to do that. That is the work of God. Um, in in uh, turn to the book of Romans, please. If you would, and we're gonna we're gonna be some time in the Book of Romans. Um, not that Romans is the only place that speaks to this, and uh, indeed we know that, and we'll look at a couple other passages. But um, Paul speaks a, a lot to the Romans, uh, a lot to the Romans that had a a need of a understanding what righteousness truly was and where it comes from, and indeed all of God's people. Uh, are, stand in that same spot. This book of Romans isn't to to the Romans only, and the the book of the Hebrews wasn't thank thank goodness wasn't just written to the book to those in in Jerusalem at that time, but to God's people of all time. And the, there's we've got passage that says that these things weren't written just to those people; they were written for us. And and indeed, um, God God's people have been blessed of all times by the word He has and the 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 uh, the uh, uh, truth that we can hold and can have that he that he reveals to us in the book of Romans uh, chapter one and um, um, I almost feel sliding when I start in a, down a part way in a chapter but we do have kind of limited time so I'll do that uh, in Romans chapter one starting with verse 16 just for a couple of verses it said Paul speaking 
verse 15. So as much as in me is, I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Rome also. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. It is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and to also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Just those, just those three verses right there we look at that uh, the gospel of Christ, not just a gospel, and, uh, but the, the true gospel of Christ, the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, the Jew first and also the Greek. Therein, in that true gospel of Christ, is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. The just shall live by faith. The true righteousness that, that we must have, that, that men seek for in religion to stand as a standing before God, it is only revealed in the, in the gospel, the true gospel of Christ. That's the only place it's revealed. Uh, there are many, there are many things that you can, that you can read. There are many, many uh, uh, religious things you can read but if they indeed if they indeed reveal the righteousness of God they are relying heavily on what the scripture has to say or they're not they're not speaking the truth and the only righteousness we have is as as it said in there in Corinthians again he is our righteousness and he's made that to us by God in him we he has made that righteousness and here it says the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as is written, the just shall live by faith. And indeed, there, there are, we have passages uh, of, uh, that we know of. Abel and it is the first one that you can infer, at least by what he did, that, uh, that the righteousness of God was revealed to him. He knew what he was doing when he did that sacrifice, that he offered that, that was not to place him in better standing but that was by faith doing what God re- requested that and that pointing of that lamb to the true lamb of God that was the first the first lamb we have is a picture of the lamb of God and and um, other than and back farther when they were clothed with those skins I believe they were probably lamb skins that God clothed them with and so the 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 righteousness of God was revealed to them by God, and and from then those points on down to to today, the 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 uh, whether it was by the teaching of God directly to them and handed down, or by the written word that we have, that is the only source of true righteousness that's revealed is by that by God's word to us, and um, uh, and it says. Wrath of verse eighteen: The wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. And apart from God revealing Himself to His people and doing the work of God in us, that's the only conclusion we can come to: is we would hold the truth in unrighteousness. That and and uh, you know if you tell somebody of an of a just a religious order of some sort that verse there and they take exception to it but other than the true gospel any other thing that is done to get righteousness is uh, is holding the truth in unrighteousness because it discounts or disregards uh, 
or nullifies what the scripture says about Christ and his, the only righteousness that we can claim to. And, and as we've said many times, the, the only standing that, that we as believers hold to uh, holy and, and uh, uh, 100% to is our standing in, in Christ alone in his righteousness. That covering that we have to have, that uh, cloak of righteousness, is only under his cloak of righteousness. It, it's not uh, attained by any other means. So that other, other, um, other religious thoughts and things of man are holding the truth in unrighteousness. And uh, only, only him revealed in uh, the scripture to us. In, in Romans chapter 3. And, and uh, by rights, uh, re- read all the passages in between that <laughs> at your own time that we're mentioning. Because it, it's part of a whole of the book of Romans. And, and dealing with man's nature. And, and the, uh, there's a lot dealt with in here. And we're... We're touching on one aspect or one, taking one thought out of the whole, but about the Christ our righteousness. But the whole is pointing that same direction. There's not, it's not, Paul's not saying in the book of Romans or any of the other gospels or law or prophets, not pointing to another source of righteousness. This is just a piece of what was taking a slice out of the whole of what Paul is saying. Uh, um, about about Christ as our as our righteousness and our salvation in chapter three of Romans, starting with verse twenty, uh, and up above you're speaking what man is like by by nature, and and by no means is is Paul saying that outwardly that man is as bad as he could be, but by nature man is pretty 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 out there. He's as far as the standing before God, he's. He's below. He's in a minus below the zero, uh, and and uh, so in verse twenty of chapter three of Romans it says, "Therefore, by the deeds of the law, there shall no flesh be justified in his sight, for by the law is the knowledge of sin. But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even." Uh, 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 even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ, unto all and upon all them that believe. For there is no difference. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God hath set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood, to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God, to declare, I say, at this time his righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus. And uh, very important, very critical, very foundation um, uh, point of, on our faith and, our, and, and what we have come to believe by, by God is um, um, where it says that he, verse 26, second part, that God might be just and the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus. God is just. He, in the, his justice demand righteousness. That's the, only, that's the only thing he's, that's the only thing. Righteousness only. Not, not something adds up to 
righteousness. It's not going to happen, as it said below there, that uh, that um, it's not our our thoughts or ideas of what righteousness might be, but it's by that faith of Jesus Christ. It says here that was made a propitiation for our sin. Uh, that his righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier. Um, if Christ's righteousness is not made, if he's not made righteousness to us before God, we have there is no standing. There is no other way. The, uh, that's the only way in which God is just and is the justifier is that he supplies that requirement, that he supplies that righteousness that we have in him. Uh, that that uh, uh, and and that's the in, in a sense that's the sum and total of of the rest of what I'm gonna, we're going to look at here. But that is in a nutshell where it stands is this God. We saw what the work of God is: Him redeeming His people, causing and giving us that the the faith in in of Christ, and then that righteousness that He gives and gives and makes us to be in him that's that's a nutshell where we stand before god uh, uh, natural man cannot we can read those words without without his understanding and without his his uh, 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 redeeming his people we can't even hardly understand the words written words of those things let alone the the spiritual standing that we have in him um, in Romans chapter 4, here it's speaking about uh, one of our favorite guys in the early part of the scriptures and, and, and uh, gets carried through the whole from beginning to ending is Abraham. Uh, verse Chapter 4 of Romans, starting with the first verse. It says, What shall we say then that Abraham our father as pertaining to the flesh hath found? For if Abraham were justified by works, he hath whereof to glory, but not before God. For what saith the scripture? Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Now to him that worketh is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of debt. But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness." Even as David also described the blessedness of the man to whom, unto whom God imputeth righteousness without works, saying, Blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. Cometh this blessedness then upon the circumcision only or upon the uncircumcision also? For we say that faith was reckoned to Abraham for righteousness. How was it then reckoned when he was in circumcision or in uncircumcision? Not in circumcision, but in uncircumcision. And this passage here speaking about um, Abraham believed God and it was counted to him for righteousness. That, that um, uh, same statement, and it's similar to what we see on a list of people in Hebrews, but all of God's people stand in the same spot. <clears throat> that... Um, um, uh, without believing God, Him doing that work in us that causes that, we have no standing. We uh, uh, we have no standing. But if we do and are, we are like Abraham. 
it was it's counted unto us for righteousness, his righteousness. And uh, without that, and as it says here, uh, um, was it by works or was it by God causing that? It's by God causing that. And as he says here, a couple of things in this passage that we could take off on and, and, and spend a lot of time, but it, as it says here, how was it, it, we say that faith was reckoned to Abraham for righteousness. Okay, God said Abraham had faith, believed God, and it was counted to him for righteousness. Okay, if, if it says that, then I believe that God counted it to righteousness. And then it says here, how was it reckoned? When he was in circumcision or uncircumcision? Was it because of his standing in, the, in, the, in, a, in a sign in the flesh that he would now, because I believe I, he did this, did circumcision or before that. And it says in uncircumcision. It had nothing to do with anything that Abraham did. Abraham was nothing special other than one of God's people from before the foundation of the world. But other than that, in his life where he was at, he was no different than many people about him. And, and God was the one that was the difference that called him that called him out. <clears throat> and so the, um, uh, it goes on to say that um, uh, if those that walk in the steps, it says of, of uh, uh, Abraham, uh, of faith not being circumcised, that we are in the same position. We are, it's counted to us for righteousness, regardless of circumcision, regardless of tithing, regardless of any other thing that may come along, that has does not change that standing. When he does his work and causes his people to believe they are in Christ, then things they do are done because of that change that he has caused. Not to gain something, but because of a of a of of where the position now is, it causes us to and as Paul said I'm still in the flesh. Everything I do is not going to be those things that I desire to do. But we stand in Christ, in him, and not in those things that we do or don't do. Um, in the book of Psalms, we're going to look at a couple of spots in Psalms before we move along. Um, in Psalm chapter 32 or the, the Psalm 32, rather. Just a, just a little bit here. Uh, it says, uh, Psalm 32, Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man unto whom the Lord imputeth not iniquity, and whose, in whose spirit there is no guile. Uh and here it's speaking that, and we're not going to read the rest of that, but it does, and it says uh, to be glad in the Lord and rejoice ye righteous. It calls his people righteous and shout for joy because of this. But here it said, Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered, the man unto whom the Lord imputeth not iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no guile. And again, that only comes about because of, of God's doing his work in his people, causing that, that faith, that belief in him, that righteous standing that we have because of Christ, 
that our transgressions are forgiveness. Our sin is covered. And he does not impute iniquity unto his people. Uh, and there's a, there was a, uh, on the, in the bulletin, there's a, there's a couple of thoughts. But one of them said that, that it's, it's, put, it's done with. Any, any in guilt and any guilt or um, uh, iniquity, it's done, it's covered, it's done away with. It's not just set aside. It's done, it's put away with in Christ. It's, it's, it's done. He is, he, he was indeed the perfect and is the perfect Lamb of God in that that sacrifice did do what the picture shows. It did take away those things. He took them on himself, but took them from us. And in, in him, he is made unto us in that, he is made unto us righteousness. And in that, that word alone, that says that the standing that we have before God and in God, in Christ is, yeah, uh, and the, there's another thought in that same pot and boat, and I think by Henry Mann, that says we stand um, uh, as close, I'm going to say it wrong if I don't read it, as close to the throne as we can uh, in Christ. Um <clears throat> Let's see. In verse 31, Psalm 31, just back up a psalm here. Just the first verse. Um, I have to be careful reading some of my Bible because I used to underline. In some places it's all underlined, a whole bunch of it is. Verse, psalm 31, the first verse, uh, it says, In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be ashamed. Deliver me in thy righteousness. And that's the only way we will... And are delivered is in, in his, as it says, in thy righteousness. And the Lord himself is that perfect righteousness. And he's made that to us. And that's the only, that's the only way. And, and it says, I, I'll never be ashamed. And the word ashamed here, and uh, there are several other verses that speak to disappointed or found wanting. It's not that we're going to be ashamed of 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 our God, but we're never going to be found short or lacking or wanting or in need uh, because of that. We're always, we're taken care of. And if we have those things as it puts in that one verse in Corinthians, if he has made those things to us, we're never going to be ashamed or lacking or in want or, uh, or desirous of something else that we need. Um, back to Romans chapter 4. And as I, I believe I said this uh, last week, it's, this is not an intentional study of only the book of Romans, but uh, there are some very important things that, that uh, the Spirit had Paul write down and wrote down in such a way as not much commentary is needed on it. It's pretty, it's, it, 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 it's, we, we cannot better what we have in the Scripture uh, chapter 4, starting with verse 19 and down just a bit, uh, Romans chapter 4. It says here, um, And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body, again, our, our patriarch, considered not his own body now dead when he was about a 100 years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully persuaded that what he had promised he was able also to perform. 
Therefore it was imputed to him for righteousness. Now it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him, but for us also to whom it shall be imputed if we believe on him that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead, who was delivered for our offenses and raised again for our justification. Um, important passage here, what it says to says about uh, 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 Abraham, what it says about us. Um, it says here, Staggered not, verse 20, staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was also able to perform, and therefore it was imputed to him for righteousness. Now, it wasn't a good argument that he was listening to here that he was fully persuaded. It was God that caused him to be fully persuaded that God could do what he had said he would do. That's the only way. There's no argument good enough in the scripture or anywhere else to convince man of those things of righteousness. If God doesn't use that gospel to not only to reveal that righteousness in the scripture, it's there, but to reveal it to us, we don't have it and we cannot get it. Abraham wasn't just um, um, finally convinced of what God had to say. He was he was convinced because God caused him to believe that. And then where it says here, therefore it was imputed to him for righteousness. Those those things, it goes back again to God doing God's work. If God does God's work, then men can believe it and will believe it. And and as it says here, wonderful passage that speaks to us the same the same faith, the same belief that, that he had, that he was pers- fully persuaded, we have that same given to us and, and uh, that he is made by that, made unto us righteousness. In Romans chapter 5, and we're not going to go through the whole book of Romans a chapter at a time. We could do that, but not today. We're going to look at just another couple spots and then then um, we'll save some for next time. In chapter 5, again, uh, again, we're going past some important thoughts, but okay, Romans chapter 5, verse 17, and following a bit. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. Therefore, uh, uh, as by the offense of one, judgment came upon all men to condemnation. Even so, by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. That as sin reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. And um, and, and here speaking about the Adam by death reigned by by Adam, but when the fall took place death reigned from there on down it still reigns from there on down 
uh, uh, until, and it says here, righteousness by one. Free grace, free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. By one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. By the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. And, and that's uh, the Lord himself. Here where it says, made that available to everybody, it's not saying, it's not as is put out by religion. Here's the offer. If you accept it, great. If you don't, don't. We have to look back to what we saw in John, what God's, what Christ said was the work of God. The work of God is revealing himself in through the scriptures to his people. If that does not take place, this does not apply. It's not a how-to, again, and not a how-to passage, but this is something that, that is a statement in Corinthians. The, he has made unto us righteousness. If we stand in him because of God bringing, bringing life to us, that is the only standing we have. And if he has made our righteousness, that is a pretty great standing in him. And that's all we can stand in. And uh, as once again, this time uh, during the morning lesson, we're done for this morning and be free. Thank you. Push the square button, right? That one? No. All right.